Hello there. Welcome to Musing Much. Why is a beautiful girl with a job, having a boyfriend who's unemployed and an $80 a day heroin junkie? This is the question that floated in my mind as I watch it. A documentary about drugs on Staten Island. As the girl talked, I could see the frustration at having to give her boyfriend money to pay for drugs, which was ending up for the dealer. She could only think about how much she's enriching the guy on the corner with her hard-earned cash. She does a 10-hour shift job at a deli to make money to give to her boyfriend who uses it on drugs. Her boyfriend sits next to her and says he loves her and he wants to get clean so that in the future he can, in quotes, put a baby in her. As she says this, I remember I can see a few minutes ago he had just come from admitting that he had just stolen a laptop from his dad and sold it for $200 for drug money. In order to cover up the scars they get from shooting up heroin, he's got tattoos. Sure, they look cool and whatnot, and you can't really see the scars because obviously he's embarrassed by them. But he has collapsed veins under those tattoos. So, just before they showed us with his girlfriend, they showed us him. They showed us him in his room with a baggie. Actually, not his room. A room in his girlfriend's apartment, their bedroom. I put air quotes on that. He takes the drug and he basically says it gives him 30 seconds of euphoria. The rest of the time, the drug is just a maintenance to avoid him getting sick. He describes it as a way to feel human like a cup of coffee in the morning you know our usual picker uppers for him is heroin as he injects that bag he's unsure if that is gonna be the last shot he ever takes I couldn't watch him inject that drug because a few minutes before he appeared on the screen we had just met a dealer. This dealer had just made the ultimate confession where he said that he laces some of his baggies with fentanyl, liquid fentanyl, to give his customers, air quotes, an overdose. Why? Apparently, junkies 
look for the drugs that cause overdoses because they are more potent for those who don't know fentanyl is a very toxic opioid which is meant to treat severe pain but has somehow been misdirected like most opioids into the drug market where it's taken by severe junkies who just take straight up fentanyl or it is laced into drugs like heroin to give them an extra boost or even cocaine I mean basically why would you lace cocaine with fentanyl but the one that was the shocker lacing meth with fentanyl isn't meth and fentanyl totally different drug spectrums meaning they do the total opposite of each other so if you take them both basically what I lack words for what I was feeling when I saw that so back to the show um, the junkie as he shoots up I've told you he's unaware if that baggie could be the one that's been laced I'm not saying he bought it from that particular dealer but that dealer as I said has already confessed to the fact that he is lacing up specific bags with fentanyl in order to create intentional overdoses because it will increase the demand for his product capitalism on the blood of the dying isn't that capitalism basically make money on the blood of those who can't now as he was saying this I could basically feel the rage and hatred rise up in me my entire life I've never hated a human being as much as I hated that drug dealer he's modus operandi for doing what he's doing is because junkies are gonna be junkies anyway drugs are gonna be sold so if he's not the one making the money someone else will so make the paper as he said those words I could feel the colors depraved indifference to human life he said as long as it isn't his kids on the drugs because he heard his guys on the street corner sell drugs to 14 year olds 14 year olds so basically he's okay with that as long as it's not his kids doing the drugs so he doesn't give a fuck like I hope you die like right now get a heart attack and die and rid the world of another scumbag you know when you hear police calling drug dealers scum of the earth they're not joking in my personal index they're just less than an inch above sexual predators so after Mr. 
depraved indifference that spoke about how he doesn't give thoughts as he lays his baggage with fentanyl please look up fentanyl and its horrible effects and its dramatic increase in opioid overdoses in recent years thanks to fentanyl so check that out I went back went back to the addict as he drives in his car looking for his hit he muses that he knows that he has two options life or death and as he says this I was like do you even know what you're saying life or death is not some sentence you just put out there for people like oh sir life or death is my only choice here you know basically for a person like us and our choices for the day, tea or coffee, right now during our quarantine times, is what sweatshirt should I wear? For him, his choices on that day are life or death because every time he takes that bag of heroin and shoots it up, he is unsure if that is the day he's gonna die. And to just put into perspective how sad this story is, he has been a heroin addict for five years. He's only 23. Do the math. He started doing drugs when he was 18. He's stuck in a loophole of addiction when he's only 23. When people his age are busy living their lives you know they are just living he is on an 80 dollar a day habit that's his life right there it's been his life for five years and i was wondering why would you play this pressure moment with your life every goddamn day in perspective, I'm pretty sure he knows that he's playing a Charmolette with his life because he knows he could die, but he still takes the drug. And that's when it hit me. People on drugs are fighting a disease. They're fighting a monster and the monster is bigger than them. If you're fighting with something which is making you choose between life or death, you're fighting a monster bigger than you. You are fighting a chokehold in your mind. You know every day as you take that shot you know you're ruining your life you're ruining relationship and you're rolling the die with your life 
but you still can't stop some say they take it for the maintenance but I am like getting off heroin is hard getting off any drug is hard the withdrawal is terrible but the withdrawal will only take a couple of days yes that's not what you're trying to avoid what you're trying to avoid is something more than that because you will get through withdrawal that is not the problem problem is the feelings you will feel after withdrawal the feelings you're numbing with the drugs is what you don't want to deal with and so it's easier to put the excuse on not feeling sick I don't want to feel sick that's why I can get off the drug but it's more than that I think the drug addict realizes the major they realize every time they take that drug they realize the major colossal fuck up that they have done with their lives the people they've stolen from the people they've hurt and underneath that it's even the people who they've not even that let's erase that the things they've done on drugs there is something that the drug is doing for you that you're gonna have to find out there's something that drug helps you to deal with that you don't want to find out that's why you're on that drug sure you can say after you deal with all that you're gonna have to deal with the inner issue and that is where I think nobody wants to go and so this drug addict is busy looking for his next high while he is unsure if that is gonna be his last shot and he's gonna take it and I watched his girlfriend wonder if she's he's with her because she's funding his habit or because he really loves her I don't I my bitch self or my feminist self was like yes you know the answer girl but my human self is like not really human my non-judgmental self was girl you don't know what she's going through and the line between love and survival is really really blurred there she cannot see past her love and she wants to save him she wants to basically survive not thrive that's all I can say because she doesn't want to let go of him because maybe she doesn't want want to get hurt she wants to save him because as she was saying she doesn't give him the money 
gonna go do something stupid to get the cash and she doesn't want that but for how long are you gonna be saving and dying Hmm? the horse doesn't wanna wake up from the mud it just wants to sink it's true he just said he wants to get clean that is a statement there has to be more he's gonna want have to be willing to fight the disease to fight the monster and to find out and deal with all the baggage following him he's gonna be willing to take the steps every day to fight his addiction he's not there yet and you cannot fight it for him buying him drugs to keep him safe is not helping him in the long run it is draining you and in as much as you care for somebody you're gonna have to care for yourself first because you cannot live in that cycle what is what is your relationship do you even it's not a relationship that is not even that is a parasite that's what that is he's not bringing anything he's unemployed he lives in your house you pay for his food you're paying for his drugs what are you getting from that relationship girl that's all i can say that is you have to thrive not survive and what did i take from watching that very depressing show first of all i got the take that i am capable of supreme hate on drug dealers but that one really pissed me off and i don't know why he pissed me off that much because he's basically doing what everybody does now making off money of the suffering of others it's called capitalism whether you like it or not that's what it is and as he colorfully says if i don't do it someone else does you need to know if you're not part of the solution you're a fucking problem to be part of the solution doesn't mean you have to be actively out there saving the junkies or you don't want to do that fine stay out of the problem how stop being a drug dealer it's not enough for you to make your money like that you can choose to not make your money like that off the fucking blood of those poor people out there and the worst part is you are actively seeking out their death by lacing their drugs with fentanyl so that you can get a higher clientele base die bitch that's all i have to say and if you ain't dead die soon that's all i got and for anybody out there who suffers i don't know i was just really sad as i watched it watching those three lives intersect like that I mean there's more to the documentary but it's really sad but that was my takeaway that you don't have to go out there and be the solution you can just stop being the problem that is part of the solution homie that's part of the solution and so 
I really hope he makes it. He's only 23. What is that age to be a five-year drag addict when you're 23? What the fuck? And that's all I have for you today from Musing with Matcha. I hope you listen to my musings. Next time, we'll find a new topic. Maybe I'll watch a documentary, which will be more interesting. I refuse to watch Tiger King because I don't see a documentary on some hillbilly tiger abuser. It's worth my time. Thank you. And have a great time. Stay safe. Practice social distancing. Of all, don't inject bleach like doing.